everybody. Welcome to our first episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. This is exciting. Um, I'm Hayley. I'm Daisy. I'm Lana. And we are the Ignorant Sluts. Yeah, this is our first episode today. We will be talking about sustainability and ethical shopping. And are we really making a difference? Recognizing shopping vintage's privilege and the gentrification of Depop and sustainability issues we don't address. It's a big thing now. Yeah. Yeah. And as teenagers, you know, we love buying clothes. So I feel like it affects us a lot as well. Especially our generation. I feel like everyone's very mm-hmm. aware of the climate crisis and sustainability. Is it just me that it's kind of been put on the back? But- oh, definitely. But I do think like the thing I think about is when someone starts talking about sustainability online like when I'm just on Instagram I'm like well there's bigger problems to worry about right now like the whole climate change thing about and I I think because we're all in lockdown and stuck in quarantine I mean retail therapy is a real thing and everybody is buying clothes at the start it seemed like corona was almost good for the planet like a breath of fresh air less people were driving less tourists were in places less planes were like flying in the sky and what was the thing in venice like all the fish came back into the canals or the rivers. Oh, yeah, that was so cool but then also now especially because we've been in this position for so long everyone's just been buying and buying loads of things also masks they've been terrible for the environment also obviously they have a very practical purpose but the straps like you have to cut the disposable straps on your mask before you throw them out mm. because they end- um i do beach cleanup every sunday and every single week the biggest thing we pick up is like disposable masks everywhere yeah and even the reusable ones like even those like literally everywhere people just throw them on the ground not even in the sea just like on the ground every so i've long. like witnessed people throwing them No one's thinking about sustainability or climate change or the environment. There was a point where that was the biggest problem we faced as a global population as a whole. But now the biggest problem we face is the virus. So, I mean, like when it comes down to survival, we're only thinking about the now and how we're affected now. And climate change to most people seems like more of, oh, well, that's in the future. We don't need to worry about that now. It doesn't matter. It's later on. And what was it? Yeah. Pretty Little Thing were selling things on their website for 15 cents on Black Friday. Friday, Because they know how desperate people are for some kind of stimulation, mm-hmm. like retail therapy. Everyone wants to make themselves feel better. And just because we're going nowhere doesn't mean people aren't buying anything. Definitely. Like the whole treat of it. Consumerism is not high. I feel like everyone's I like, I deserve right now as well. Yeah, yourself. We've been through so much this year. I just need a breath of fresh air. I need something to take my mind off the current crisis that is happening. Because when it comes down to it, now matters more to us humans than long-term impacts, especially when we're in a crisis. So no one's thinking about climate change or being sustainable or being ethical. Everyone's Mm -hmm. just thinking about things that are going to make them feel better and take their mind off of everything that's going around around in the world right now. Average income people buy from fast fashion because that's what's accessible and that's what's affordable and that's what. And like, I feel like all of us can speak from experience. Our style is heavily influenced by platforms like Pinterest and TikTok and Instagram. I mean, I eat that shit up. I love it. I'm yeah. constantly, <laughs> and I'm just trying to like recreate the 
clothes that I see other people wear that I aspire to be and it's hard not to want to stay on trend because they set the standard and there's always judgment on how quote-unquote aesthetic you are I actually hate that word or like what a Pinterest girl you are and like I try not to buy into it but I still completely buy into it and it's anything but sustainable the trends like they change so fast Mm -hmm. like they literally change in like a month yeah it's crazy but all the 90s trends have come back which I love I love all the 90s like that's kind of not my style because I can't afford it this is I the thing it's stuff, like you can't I, afford yeah it, but then so then all the fast fashion brands try to capitalize on that and they literally just mm-hmm. make like replicas of what the brands you want to buy from are doing but for cheaper and it's so conflicting yeah but also at the same time we've been raised during essentially what is a climate crisis and the idea of sustainability and shopping ethical has become so mainstream but we have amazing role models like Greta Thunberg fighting for our planet and telling us to fight for change too but then at the same time we have thousands of role models i guess you could say that we aspire to be telling us to use their code for 20 percent off next bikini haul and like who doesn't love a good discount it's so conflicting like they're raising us to believe in this one set of ideals but then also in the complete other there's no in between like we don't have the money to spend on say you want to buy two jumpers Mm -hmm. that's almost 100 euro which is crazy whereas on Shein you could buy like redo your whole wardrobe for that price and the image that's produced on social media Mm -hmm. is so pressuring you're constantly being judged on how aesthetic or how much of a pin there's also a huge amount of people buying and then selling it on a second hand thing to get like extra money and like even people buy things from Shein and then reselling it for more money yeah that's the gentrification of Depop essentially And it's honestly criminal because at the start, Depop was founded as an app, like a sustainable app to make shopping sustainable and ethically more accessible to everybody. Like the prices were like 10 euro and you could get something really nice. Been using it to get so much profit. I know. Like the way they tag the items, they're like, oh, rare brandy, Bella Hadid, Kendall Jenner. And they price it up for 40 euros when it's been originally like 15 I bought like a sweater vest from Depop and I didn't realize it was a drop shipper which are basically people who buy a bunch of clothing from Shein or somewhere like AliExpress and then they just list it all and drop shipping is actually illegal on Depop but so many of those people slip under the radar because it's supposed to be a sustainable app but you're basically just buying Mm -hmm. fast fashion from a middleman who hikes up the price by like 20%. There's a reason though that so many people sell on Depop and why it's so attractive to our generation. It would make you feel really good if you thought like you were helping out the environment and you were buying secondhand. There's also something really attractive about it being unique which is really annoying when it comes from Shein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you you feel original and you're like, oh, I'm sustainable and I'm ethical. And Also, in Holland, there's a whole thing of like, we don't have thrift stores. So people go to charity shops. They also have such high prices there. So people are going to turn to getting stuff on like fast fashion online Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. The reason Depop selling is, well, basically the popularity of reselling cheap thrifted clothes to make a profit comes from our generation's emphasis on side hustles and the rise of grind culture. It's relatively easy and attractive to buy something vintage for an affordable price and make a profit. It's like we've all been raised with this ideal of a 
girl boss well i hate that word it's so toxic it takes like little time and effort to sell something on depop so it's attractive and also like internet jobs have grown in such popularity and they're like completely glamorized way to make money and it's the idea of being your own girl boss which is basically been shoved down our throats because it's just another tool of the patriarchy invented by the rich white man trying to capitalize off our own desires to be successful and succeeding in doing so basically selling ourselves back to us saying we are empowered and we're women and we can do anything like going to an old girls school there's so much pressure to be successful for our generation and it's the entrepreneurial women woman which seems like such an empowering position to be in and I mean it's really something to think about because like I feel like everyone and myself loves a good side hustle and it seems so attractive to be an (laughs) entrepreneur or to like reach your full empowerment but it like truly why would I love that why does it seem so desirable is it just because it's been sold to me why so everyone (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just why everyone has the craving to do like to have a side business I mean how many girls do you mm-hmm. know that make jewelry on the side and they think it makes them so rich? No, make them original to make this <laughs> like make them seem successful like a businesswoman. I mean, it's the whole idea of a girl boss mm-hmm. which has been like sh- sold to us, and we think we're like doing something original, but we're really not. I, it's not a negative to want to be successful and to mm-hmm. want to be an entrepreneur and to make your own way in the world, but I think the reason we want to do it is because it's been sold to us. And that's why so many people shop on Depop because it's just another plot for us to express how much we want to be successful. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know if the reason we want to sell stuff, like, I don't know if that's the reason behind it. Like for me anyway, I just wanted Mm -hmm. like money. And I thought it was a fun idea. Like, I don't think it had anything to do with me being like, oh, I want to be successful. Be a girl boss. Like, obviously. That's completely wanting to be successful now. A lot of it for me is like being unique. Yeah. You're on TikTok and you're Mm -hmm. like, oh, I should start making jewelry or I should sell on TikTok. (laughs) They'll give me a little, like, gives a little sprinkle (laughs) of something extra to my personality. Makes me seem a little original. But Mm -hmm. every single girl in my generation makes jewelry or sells on Depop. It does not make you original. And I think it just feeds our egos and the need for us to be successful. That's just my opinion. And like pretty much every design in my jewelry company, like we got pretty much every single one from Pinterest. Like they're not really original. I think not everything, but Mm. a lot of the things, especially for us being teens, I guess, and being so susceptible to social media and just like digesting all of this information that we see and literally spitting it at the other end and thinking it's some original idea. That's what's so sad. Like I wish we could do original things, but like everything's been done. But when you're seeing something yeah. on Pinterest that's been filtered and it's been chosen and it's a trend now, like, even if it's a variation of that, nothing's truly original. God, that's so sad. Oh, my God. That's that so makes depressing. Feel so oh insignificant. <laughs> Which I mm-hmm. think is such a good thing when we're heading towards a sustainable age, hopefully, is the idea of recycled fashion being yeah. sustainable, not making new things, but creating stuff out of the stuff we already have. Thing we don't need to do that. We don't need to buy into them trying to capitalize 
of our desires to be original when everything that they're making is unoriginal and recycled. Like we need to just look at the fashion industry as a whole and fashion history as a whole and everything that has been a trend in the past and is a trend today. And it's literally the exact same, like history repeats itself. Styles come in and they come out, but everything that we are doing now has been recycled and reused before. And I think that there are so, like, obviously there are so many clothes that exist right now in the world that are just being found literally in landfills, which is such a depressing thought that everything that we mm-hmm. throw away just gets put in a giant hole in the ground and like they just soil over top and they forget about it and we just keep making more and more and it's so depressing and I think there are so many ways we can fix it that it's so expensive to be that way because it's not gonna last I feel like it's better like I really yeah, wish I could afford it you know shopping secondhand used to be so unattractive even when we were in primary school it was get your clothes from Hollister yeah. you don't get your <laughs> you don't wear pink Victoria's Secret <laughs> oh no you're poor aren't you like it was so unattractive you buy your clothes in a charity shop what like who who goes to the mm-hmm. charity shop I wouldn't even step foot in a charity shop when I was little and I think yeah. now, because it's so attractive uh, and it's so sustainable and ethical and it's also a trend to shop vintage, but vintage is privilege and the fact that some people can afford it or the fact that some people who do shop completely vintage just sustainably feel like they have the right to shame people who can't afford to shop vintage or sustainably because they don't realize or they don't educate themselves enough that vintage is privilege and that it's not accessible and it's not affordable to the average working class income. It's not fair. The prices are almost like justifiably forcing people to like shop fashion. Like it's kind of elitism. Mm -hmm. The The way they inflate the price, it's criminal. Like on Depop, the prices have gone up so much and it's, I think, the way some people go about mm-hmm. it in this kind of like elitist club of ethical people and you can't get in if you don't have enough money. I think that's horrible. I've caught on to mm-hmm. like how yeah. popular like the industry of shopping sustainable has become. They keep inflating the <laughs> price. And another thing about the charity shops is they're there for people who can't afford to shop sustainably they're there for people who can't even afford to shop fast fashion charity shops are there for the working class families whose only option is to buy from charity shops but the reason they are so expensive now is because they can't cope with the amount of people who go in and bulk buy their entire stock and then walk out and sell the top they bought for seven euros for 45 I know it's awful. It's like, and if you say like got vintage brandy Melville, they could literally like add on a hundred euro. I know. It's like, what? what? Mm. Why would you? Oh, so annoying. Do you think a big part of it is from Emma Chamberlain as well? Because she's probably like the trendsetter of our generation, I would say. Like anything she does is instantly, everyone wants to be the same. Like, do you think thrifty yoga pants? She wore them once. Exactly. I have two pairs. She (laughs) brought them back. I feel like the prices aren't going to go down though, because because of this whole COVID, like all the charity shops and businesses have lost so much money because they haven't been able to open. So if anything, the prices, they're probably going to go up even higher, do you think? Because they need to earn that money back. And it's been like a year since people have been inside Mm -hmm. the shop. And I used to be obsessed with Primark. Like I would get everything from then, all the tracksuit bottoms, 
but now like I think because of the whole sustainability I thing feel- like I don't want to shop there anymore but I still got like socks I go for essentials mainly I don't want to go anymore mm-hmm. I think it's so easy yeah. if you're in a place of privilege to overlook like how privileged it is to shop vintage or to shop secondhand especially from like living in Ireland where we don't have things like thrift shops we only have charity shops and depop I guess like and even charity shops are so overpriced yeah they can't they can't cope with the people who go in and buy everything to sell it they can't cope with the bulk buyers like they're literally gentrifying depop and then at the same time they're driving up all the prices in the charity shops. But see, the thing about charity shopping expenses is, is at least it's going to a charity. So you're like, oh, I'll pay that extra. The people who are going That's a good in, point, yeah. literally taking all the clothes away from the charity shop for the, from the people who actually need the clothes. And they're just selling it to make the profit. Oh, this is annoying me. And then them selling it for the profit, they're inflating <laughs> the price on Depop. And as a cause and effect, they're just driving up the entire price of Depop and all the clothes on Depop. And that's how, literally, that's just how Depop gets gentrified. And it's terrible because it's it's like one of the only platforms people can use to shop sustainably. So while well, I made a yeah. New Year's pact with myself to shop smarter instead of harder, <laughs> to, shop, to buy more quality <laughs> secondhand mm-hmm. instead of bulk buying basically from a fast fashion brand but this is that the reason why depop is so popular is because you can go onto depop and find something so good but if you go into a charity shop or a thrift store you're going to be searching forever for something people go onto depop so that they don't have to be searching. yeah i think it's just it's a lot easier to just buy online because you know like it's going to be decent quality it's going to like fit you if you get your size whereas you could be searching for hours and not find anything in a charity shop but you know if you go into yeah, Bershka or Pull and Bear, you'll find, you'll like everything. So, so if you like yeah. the idea that yeah. you, well, mm-hmm. on Depop, sometimes you do have to search for a long time. But in the end, like if you end up with something that you really like and you're not thinking about price, you're just going to sacrifice that <laughs> extra, I don't know, 10 euros for having the fact that it's right there and you don't have to go into a charity shop. And it's a lot of work to just dig through everything and come out finding nothing. Mm-hmm. yeah I feel like that's probably a big point of like if you have the money to spend like that's probably the main reason why people don't shop like vintage mm-hmm. and charity shops just because it's more hassle like it does take a lot more effort but like in the end I feel like you'd be so more satisfied because you found like a really good piece of clothing you you get a good deal on it as well which is like the best thing ever. Like my oh, favorite thing it. in the world is if you get something on sale or like for super cheap. It's like the feeling of mm-hmm. a That's like the best thing. So it makes it just seem so much better. You're like, yeah. oh, it's meant to be. It's on. You're going to be like 20 euro maximum and you know they're going to be good. Whereas I feel like charity shops, do they have many tracksuit bottoms? I feel like that's not a common thing yeah. to buy like vintage. Essentials as well. <laughs> I, there are so many brands that do like sustainable essentials for socks and for taxi bottoms but that's the two the basics they're very expensive yeah it is and like you go to duns and you get like a 10 pack of socks for like three euro but if you buy like a good brand they charge so much like you'd see places where all their clothes are like recycled materials and they charge like 70 euro for a jumper 
which and that's the price because it takes so much effort to make it like out of recycled materials like your average person even like thing. your wealthy okay, person so we've is not going to spend that kind much kind of tricked you know? into thinking that the right price for let's say like a sweater or a jumper is i don't know 20 euros or under like if we're going to shop at pennies and the average price for a jumper is 25 20 euros and when we go to a vintage shop or a charity shop or a secondhand shop where we're shopping on depop and we see that they're selling it for 45 euros or 60 euros we're like this is a scam that that it should not be that price but that's because the reason that item of clothing mm-hmm. in pennies or on Shein is so cheap is because they pay the people that make the piece of clothing dirt cheap they have such relaxed labor laws and they don't treat their workers right and they're working in sweatshops to make something that is of terrible and so we've basically been raised by fast fashion to think that the right price for something is 10% of what it should actually be so in the past clothing was made to order and it was heavily localized and the process that people went through to make clothes was so laborious that it was unfeasible to make such large quantities of clothes at once to sell at high volumes like what we do now with fast fashion but then after the industrial revolution it changed because clothes used to be considered sustainable like the dress that your mother had she would give down to you it was a whole process to get a dress made you were waiting like a month like we've all seen and with mm-hmm. an e we know how they do it but- <laughs> <laughs> so the way but the way it is now it's my history lesson is with an e that's where you got your clothes there's no such thing as the internet there was no such thing as fast fashion and fast fashion the attractive thing about it is because it's just constantly coming so they're able to constantly make new things and produce new things and it's at your door you don't have to go out and buy anything and it's cheap because they pay the workers so little so we've been tricked into thinking that the accurate price for a jumper is 20 euros which that is not the case because before the 2010s the accurate price for a jumper was 45 euros or it was 50 euros or above and I think that's why a lot of us can be so I don't know, picky about shopping on Depop. Not saying that Depop shopping on Depop isn't privileged because it very much can be, but also there's a sense of scabbiness, okay? And I'm speaking from experience because I can be very, very scabby and frugal. And being frugal isn't necessarily <laughs> a bad thing. It's just that we never think about where our clothes come from or who made them or who's getting paid. And it's, it's ridiculous. We've been tricked into thinking that we can buy a top from pennies for seven euros and that's all right that it's okay that the person who made this is probably getting paid absolutely nothing maybe they're a child and it's the people who have no rights and they can't speak up for themselves they are suffering because we're too cheap to pray to pay the right price for a piece of clothing and we really should educate ourselves on the correct price for something and i don't think it's fair yeah I agree with all your points and I think like the past generations did it so well where you'd only buy clothes like you'd only buy a new piece of clothing if like your previous one was like broken like if you got a rip in it then you'd buy new things whereas now we just shop for the trends and like I know at my grandparents Mm -hmm. they've never shopped online shopping like ever that's just not a thing so and also the thing with like the prices you were saying like a hundred percent like we should be spending Mm -hmm. Like, 40 euros should be average price for a jumper. But we've been brought up to think 
that 20 years normal like it's unattainable it's not gonna happen like we're not gonna be able to go back and it's also when you yeah. see like all your friends and they've bought like a big haul of clothes exactly it makes you feel like oh, yeah I want more clothes like it makes you want to buy stuff but then like no you can't just do that but we do like it's the age we're living yeah. in like we have to and all the influencers the they're like use my code for 20 percent get a haul watch my next haul video we're constantly being mm-hmm. fed this idea of what fashion is worth and what these clothing pieces are worth and like they're doing monthly hauls and they're giving us codes for 20 percent off how are the people making these clothes paid the honest truth is that we're not and the saddest part is that everybody knows that yet they still buy into it and i don't think it's shameful i really don't i think there's so many reasons why people um, people's only options to buy clothes from is fast fashion the shameful part is the influencers who have the influence and the responsibility and they still still insist on influencing everybody to shop all our like individually we each have responsibility to do the best we can in the situation that we're in yeah especially when a lot of the big youtubers like we don't realize a lot of their paychecks are like in the millions (laughs) a million euro a year at least like they earn so much they have the money to make Mm -hmm. such a big difference and they just don't use it for that like not sustainable like we know they're not to give their opinion or tend to talk about sustainability is when it becomes like there's a trend going on like the visco girl the core of that was sustainability and being environmentally friendly and that's an example of how mainstream sustainability can become and how it became and as a society how we are so susceptible to trends like the visco girl became synonymous with metal straws and save the turtles and hydro flasks crunchies and all these material objects are associated mm. associated with being sustainable and you can use an expensive hydro flask instead of bottled water or a scrunchie instead of hair elastics and products like this and so many are created with the intent of being sustainable but they're actually usually quite expensive and therefore not accessible to the general public and that's another classic case of living in a capitalist society and companies want to capitalize on the trend of sustainability, which is not what sustainability is about. It should, be, it should be more of a lifestyle choice than a trend we buy into to seem ethical. So why has it become associated with expensive material items? It all roots back to social media as we are essentially being marketed the idea of living sustainably all the time. And when I think of sustainability, there is something about it that seems unattainable because I can't afford to only shop vintage clothing or spend 40 euros on a reusable bottle. The first thing I think is, oh, I wish it wasn't so expensive. And that's why it's inaccessible to average people. Talk about Depop so much is because it's one of the only platforms that's accessible to everybody. And the sad thing is, is that they have driven up the price so much. They have just continued to paint this image of sustainability being unattainable. But sustainability is not unattainable. It's not something that you need to buy material items to achieve. Stop buying into this ideal that to shop when you're shopping for clothes, you need to buy clothes every week and you need to stay on trend because you don't. And that's why it seems so unattainable and so expensive because we're still thinking in the way of thinking about fast fashion, the way that you have to stay on trend and the way that you have to always buy new clothes to keep up with the trends that are happening. But if we were actually sustainable and if we actually 
were sustainable the right way, then we would realize that we don't have to always buy clothes. You can still look nice and shop vintage or sustainable or second. The reason why people aren't willing to spend the money because if you buy this and it like people have that mindset, well, it could like not be trend in like six months. It's not going to be, I'm going to have it forever. That's a good point. Like, what do you think now is like a trend at the moment that's just going to not be a trend? But then also, what's a trend that's going to be like, you're like 90s, like all that fashion went out of fashion, but then came back. Like, what do you think oh, we're heading towards our like, um, trends at the moment? Okay, well, okay, gonna so be I have a theory. Things. You know the way after the Spanish flu, okay? History repeats itself. That is the moment. <laughs> what happened after the Spanish flu? the roaring 20s that mm-hmm. was the most extra extravagant decade that i can think of in the past everyone was wearing dresses they were wearing metallic everyone was partying that year or that decade is notorious for how extravagant and fashionable it was because everyone was celebrating that the flu was over and that they survived and that is the way that we are heading in our 20s now which is hilarious because that was the 20s and this is the 20s as well but every fashion is mo- moving towards more extravagance, more glamour, more metallics. I was looking at the Vogue magazines. The upcoming trends are metallics, silver, bright pink, bright orange, pastel blue, kind of punk, like Miley Cyrus in a way, but also on the other end of things, some pastels. There's a spectrum to it, but there's like there are so many things that are incoming. Mini sunglasses are out and big sunglasses are in 60s, 70s groovy patterns disco pants anything that's metallic anything that's shiny mesh tops are a big one anything that's wide leg fuck skinny jeans i want them to burn yeah like the amount of skinny jeans i have like three pairs at the moment and i haven't worn them in years and i want to recycle them or do something with them i try to put rips in them so i could wear them again but there's just no way like i just love wide leg jeans now I have such a trend now. Isn't that so weird? Like, even, like, two years ago, the trends were, like, skinny jeans and crop jumpers. Jumpers. Um, it's so different now. Mm-hmm. Like, Everything's I, I feel like crop jumpers are kind but of also, wrong now. Aren't we're they? moving really towards a new age anymore. of fashion as well. Like, fashion is becoming yeah. non-binary. And, like, take Harry Styles, for example, my lord if you're wearing a dress. Mm-hmm. Not that he was the first one to do it, but it kind of set off. <laughs> a chain of events or on the mainstream side of things a lot more people became aware of non-binary fashion and how fashion or gender is a construct and you can wear whatever the fuck you want like that is becoming kind of the anthem which i really love i love that so much the whole idea of like unisex clothing we are just like heading towards it full speed Mm -hmm. Like, the whole thing with, you know, you go into a shop and there's, like, the men's section and the women's section. Yeah. Like, I love how a lot of us would just go to the men's section first and buy clothes from there. But I feel like... Also, give some female clothes yeah, with pockets. Like My God. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, the pockets on skinny jeans. Do you remember that? Oh, my God. That was bad. And fitted jeggings. Oh, my God. Oh, they were my favourite thing. Because jeans were so uncomfortable. But leggings were so secret. With tight leggings. It was revolutionary. It was the best thing ever. Are you shorts with tights? I hate <gasps> that. I hate oh my it. god. I, I just love that. Oh my god. I miss all that. Like, 
And you like when you were younger, like you could just wear anything and I you know. wouldn't think anyone was watching you. Like I'm I mean, I think being able to just wear whatever you want. Sustainability. If everyone had the strength to get their own problem of going along with the trends. Yeah, exactly. I think everyone needs to start styling themselves the way mm, they want true. to style themselves and not thinking about the trends or thinking about what's in style. I think it's important just to dress the way you want, even if it's considered to be disgusting at the time. I bet it will be a trend like a month from then. But easier said than done. Like, Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think when you shop fast fashion as well there's mm. definitely i know i wish i like a, a line that you can't cross like you're basically just shopping what the trends are there's no way for you to shop or to dress the way you want or to dress outside of the box or against the status quo like everything you're buying is a trend and it's been approved by the pretty little thing fashion team or the Bershka fashion when you're shopping vintage and you're shopping sustainability sustainably and ethically there's a lot more of a unique element to it and there's a lot more room for you to be original and to do whatever the fuck you want and to make something new and to set a trend I, I love that yeah totally you're right with that <laughs> I think it's important to educate people on how they can be more sustainable but at the same time we can't shame people because of their financial situation because that's classism so if you're pushing a false narrative of to live sustainably, you must have material items, then you need to educate yourself. And remember, not everyone is a rich white person. <laughs> oh, and also, just to throw something else in there, if you have not been affected <laughs> by climate change, oh, go on. then you're most likely in a privileged mm-hmm. position. Because the fact of the matter is that most the people who are most affected by climate change are those of lower income or people living in developing countries. And they're the people suffering and poor countries don't have the proper infrastructure to protect themselves against natural disasters like hurricanes. I was reading about um, Tesla, how the batteries in the, like, you know, the way Tesla, their auto or brand is that they're like environmentally friendly cards because they're electric all the rich people because they're environmentally friendly and they're very expensive but mm-hmm. the um, batteries that they use to make the lithium that they use to make their batteries which are electric they there's like very few places in the world that you can source lithium from and one the place where tesla gets its lithium is from chile bolivia and argentina and they're from like a set of lakes in those three countries but those lake beds belong to the indigenous community that live in that area. And they live off the lakes and they depend on them for their water supply. And I think it's like, like I was saying, it's the min- minorities that suffer as an effect of climate change and the privileged people just get away with it. And they suffer as an effect of the rich white people wanting to seem more environmentally friendly. And it's, I mean, it's pure colonialism. And they kind of in their way of wanting to make the world safer and to prevent climate change or to like help climate change they've ended up trampling the lives of the innocent people and that's environmental racism which i think for the environmental environmental movement to be successful has to be intersectional which is like to include everybody every race every gender every anyone who's disabled every orientation Mm -hmm. That's the only way movements can survive, basically, or succeed. 
and I that it's it's a forgotten a lot that it's like the white people who can kind of control the environmental movement forget about everybody else in the western mm-hmm. world I think everyone is so wrapped up in sustainability and as the western world is so um it's like a capitalist environment mm-hmm. that everyone's trying to capitalize on sustainability as well like I was saying metal straws that they forget about the minorities or the other people I also kind of hate the word minorities because like when you think about it in the sense of sheer size shouldn't we be the minority because we are the one I guess being white we're the one percent and everyone else that's the majority of the world developing countries make up 80 percent of the population I see it half and half it's so weird I find that so crazy like how is it that 80 percent of our population and they're the ones that don't have all the like necessary we think like they don't have enough food and like water us. like i don't understand how like we can't just that is not that. it's because and i think when you're from a place yeah of they don't you it's have to look at disgusting. the world the right way and you have to educate and- yourself because if you look at the world as them being mm-hmm. like they're worse off and they like they just need us to save them because we're the western world and they're developing and they need our help like that's not the case no, it's, it's us who's done this to them. Like, it's really our fault the when it's something as essential as, like, food and water. We are the people who are so obsessed with climate I feel like change it's so because bad. I guess we have the free time to care about these kinds of things in the Western world. We are able to care about sustainability and to, like, try and save the world from climate change. And the sad thing is, is we're not the people being affected by it. It's the 80% of the other 80% of the world. They're the people who are being affected by it. It's the indigenous communities or the people living in the developing countries. And because the countries Mm -hmm. can't afford to build the right infrastructure for the environmental disasters that climate change causes, like, for instance, like floods or earthquakes. If you look at California, they have so many earthquakes, yet they're able to none of their buildings fall down because they're built to prepare for earthquakes but all of the buildings in somewhere in Puerto Rico when Hurricane Maria hit 44% of that country lives in poverty and they're still recovering from that hurricane there are so many environmental disasters happening and almost everyone in like a place of lower income or in a place of lesser privilege they're currently being affected by those natural disasters and we don't think they're happening but they are I'm sad now to end no, it but such, there's that's where i think it's so topic. important to live sustainable but, uh, to do your best for climate mm-hmm. change because you're not the person who's being affected it's everybody else and you ha- if you have a shred of empathy i think you will do yeah, something about it because you have the privilege to do something mm-hmm. i think it's good that we're aware of it and that we're educating ourselves people have too much like we don't actually yeah. okay like i, I all and shop I have rates of clothes and just because none of it's in trend, I feel that I need to go out and buy more. But we just need to appreciate the clothes. Clothes, when you actually think about it, is just so exactly. that we stay warm and we can survive. So- that is exactly, I, you literally just said it, but I couldn't find the words. I think we need to change our perspective mm-hmm. because the way we look at the world, like our fashion, is through fast fashion. Yeah, yeah keep it in mind when you're buying fast fashion. Are you buying this because you go, this is something I'm going to wear for a long time and me, myself, really like yeah. Or is this something that I just like because I saw people wearing it this week? Exactly. I think that's the problem. And I think that's how we can change. And I think that's what people forget mm-hmm. is possible when they think of sustainability because they think it, of it as still buying loads of clothes, but just from a sustainable source. 
when really that's not it. It's just maybe you can still buy fast fashion, just not as frequently, and maybe from a fast fashion brand that's more ethical than Pretty Little Thing or Shein, maybe from the environmentally friendly section of Bershka or of Zara, because I don't expect everybody to have the time to like plan out what they're going to buy and when or have the money to do it. But I do think that we need to stop looking at the way we buy through the lens of fast fashion. And well done to anyone who has gotten the and listened. Yeah, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're very proud of you. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like keep yourself accountable. Like, say I, think- I buy something and I know I'm not going to wear it. Like, yeah, I mean, I need it. to listen to what we use ourselves. I don't know. Yeah, we, you, I should have just not bought advice. it. Yeah. I think if you can take the good parts of what we just said, shop smarter, make not harder. Smart decisions. Like you shop were saying, less. shop smarter. Shop, like, shop less. less. Smart decision. We hope you enjoyed listening. Mm-hmm. We do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Do we say we love you so much? We love you. Will we just leave it? Just be like, thank you for listening. Thanks for making it this far. We love the ignorant sluts.